Today's episode of Tech News Day is sponsored by Manscaped and Lovebook. Hey everyone, before we get started today, just a quick reminder that our new merch... It's very cute. Mine doesn't have anything on the back. No, it's uh, currently on sale, so make sure that you go check it out before it goes back in the vault forever. Now, there's a link in the description below, and we'll pin a comment with the link as well. Uh, we also want to apologize really quick because it'll most likely be a short episode this week because uh, I flew back home for Thanksgiving, so we actually filmed this a few days ago while doing all of our other episodes. So thanks for understanding and letting us have a lighter week so we can visit family. So Ricky is going to give you his review of Stadia in a bit, but first we should definitely talk about the absolutely ridiculous Tesla truck that Elon Musk unveiled to the world last Thursday here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Now, you may or may not have been waiting for our reaction over these past few days, and we're not going to mince words here. This thing is uh, truly an abomination. Yes. It is an affront to God. <laughs> it's <laughs> ugly as hell. <laughs> Considering that it's been a little while since this design was unleashed, we're sure that some people out there have had the design grow on them a mm -hmm. bit. Uh, I mean, me personally? Nope. I still hate it, but I love how much I hate it. Yeah. I appreciate what it's brought into my life. You know, he's just trying to start a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily for you, we, we filmed this the morning after its reveal. It is still very fresh in our heads. And yes, we are going to shit all over this thing. And no, we don't think this design will ever, will ever truly grow on us. No. I, I do love the idea of seeing one of these out in, out in the world and just laughing at it. It's a hilarious thought. But let, let's start with the basic facts and specs regarding Elon Musk and Tesla's Cybertruck. Terrible name. <laughs> Stupid. The, the name is one of the few things where I'm like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. Now, here's a few official descriptions that they've released. Cybertruck is built with an exterior shell made for ultimate durability and passenger protection. Starting with a nearly impenetrable exoskeleton, every component is designed for superior strength and endurance. From ultra-hard 30X cold-rolled stainless steel structural skin to Tesla armor glass. With up to 3,500 pounds of payload capacity and adjustable air suspension, Cybertruck is the most powerful tool we have ever built. Engine with 100 cubic feet of exterior, lockable storage, including a magic tonneau cover that is strong enough to stand on. The powerful drivetrain and low center of gravity provides extraordinary traction control and torque, enabling acceleration from 0 to 60 miles per hour in as little as 2.9 seconds and up to 500 miles of range. Um, I mean, those are some cool stats. The specs are fine. Um, nobody's arguing with the specs. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, also, right before we started filming this, we were like, yes, you will be protected inside of this truck, but there's a reason that uh, auto automotive companies don't make cars out of steel anymore. Yeah, yeah. I I'm uh, very curious to see some crash tests yeah. on these. If, if you it's get been an, safety rated If yet. you get in an accident, uh, luckily the people that you hit will never even know that they've died. Yeah, they'll be killed instantly. <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, perk. if you get hit, mm -hmm. you are going to be crushed to death. They're, the car will just... Abs it, we, no. Like, you're going to die. No, no. If you get hit by it. If you're in it, you're fine. No, that's now, not true. You can survive a, an atomic bomb. No, the whole reason steel cars are dangerous is not for the other person. It's for you. Uh -huh. The crumple design allows the car to smush before it reaches the cockpit. In a steel car, the whole thing crumples together. That's what's wrong with it. Sure. And I'm very curious to see how this thing ends up getting safety Well, let's rated. stick to the facts for a second before we get into our impressions of okay. the vehicle, Elliot. Please, the, the people out there, they want to know. All right. They're in the market for a new truck. The Cybertruck starts at the surprisingly modest price of $39,900 for the base single-motor two-rear-wheel-drive model. 
that goes up significantly from there. Yes. Uh, first off, if you want to add Tesla's most famous feature, self-driving mode, uh, that'll be an additional $7,000 for any model you pick. The second highest tier starts at 49900 and is a dual-motor all-wheel drive model. Uh, the highest tier starts at 69900 nice, and that gets you the tri-motor all-wheel drive. Three motors. That's what protects you from the crashes. <laughs> the difference between the tiers consists of range, towing capacity, and the time it takes the truck to go from 0 to 60 miles per hour. The base model has a range of 250-plus miles with a 7,500-plus pounds towing capacity, and it goes 0 to 60 in less than 6.5 seconds. The second tier, 300-plus mile range, 10-case towing Less than 4.5 seconds, 0 to 60, and the top tier gets 500 plus miles range, 14K towing capacity, and will get you from 0 to 60 in under 3 seconds. Uh, ridiculously room, room. fast. That's absurd. Yes. And all these specs, they are very impressive. And this truck is fast as fuck, boy. But Jesus Christ, is it depressing to look at. The truck, it resembles any number of 1980s concept cars, uh, also the actual DeLorean, and the Warthog from Halo. It's supposed to be futuristic, but all of these designs are decades old and honestly look better than what we're seeing here. Yeah, it's retro-futuristic. I mean, the whole, like, cyber thing, that's a very, like, 80s thing. Yes. It was a vision of the future from the early 80s. Mm -hmm. It does not reflect the future of now. Yeah, and if this is how things are supposed to look in the future... Count us out. This is a dystopian death machine straight out of a sci-fi movie where the fall of humanity has already happened. Yeah, this is the... This the, is going to be depressing on the road to look at. This is the death machine that's going to be hunting you down with a little army of, like, Boston Ro Dynamics minions. Yeah. yeah, it's... But the, it, it, sucks. Where, it hit, it. where it hits the mark with other trucks that other truck owners uh, appreciate is that people will be intimidated by you because of your vehicle, not for any other reason. I don't know if they're going to be intimidated. They're probably going to have some thoughts on, like, your, uh, you know, self-esteem. Yes, yes. Well, uh, you know what our city streets and highways are missing? Obscenely large, heavily armored military-style vehicles driven by nerds with expendable income and very small penises. You said it. And it's no coincidence that this vehicle will actually become available just in time for most millennials' first divorce and subsequent midlife crisis. <laughs> it's timed perfectly for that. I, there's going to be a lot of wives that say that this truck is the last straw in the marriage. No, yeah. I will not have that sitting in our driveway for all the neighborhood to see. Yeah. You got it. It's either me or the truck. Well, baby. Oh, it's the it's truck. The truck. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's the truck. Hey, but you can keep the ATV. The ATV was pretty cool. Yeah. That now, was cool. Uh, I, I also want to add that I sent my dad, who has worked in the automotive industry for over 40 years. I sent him photos and all the information about the truck. And this was his actual comment to me. Specs look good. Whoever designed the body should be shot. Damn. Well, yeah, we also would be remiss if we didn't talk about the actual live-streamed debut of the truck, because that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. And I would like to say, first of all, I do not understand why Elon Musk has all of his events on West Coast time at, like, 9.30 p.m. Yeah. Every fucking event he has. Like, why? Because if anything goes wrong, the East Coast in Europe doesn't see it. I guess. But things went wrong. Yes. Because aside from the constant cackling from Musk fanboys in the crowd, ugh, it started out well enough, all things considered. And by all things, we mean the fact that the truck looks terrible. Sure, that considered, it was a fine presentation. Yeah. Uh, uh, up until a certain point. This is like some emperor's uh, new clothes situation. The truck is invisible. And everyone's just like, I love it. I Only love geniuses it. can see this truck. Yeah. Grand Marshal Kim Jong-un has designed this beautiful car. Everyone's crying, like, oh my god, it's beautiful. Yes. If I don't clap, 
I'll die. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the moment came where Musk decided to demonstrate the strength of the Tesla armor glass that is used on the truck's windows. Now, first, they did a few drop tests using steel balls to show how it was impenetrable and unbreakable. But then they took things a step further and decided to actually throw those steel balls at the windows installed on their display model. And, um, well, it didn't really go as planned. No, it didn't. Right away, the first ball immediately shattered the window, which prompted Musk to audibly respond, Oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. Yeah, it's like under his breath, he... Oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Uh, He then excused the first test throw as uh, maybe just a little too hard. But instead of just, I don't know, letting it slide and moving on, he wanted to prove that that first throw was just a fluke. So he instructed the guy on stage to do it once more. And once again, even with a lighter throw... The glass shattered. I fucking love Elon Musk. Mm. And it's it's shit like this. This is why I love it's, him. This is... If Silicon Valley wrote this, just like with most things that have been happening in our reality for the past couple of years, it would be almost unbelievable. Like, I... Elon is the most, like, transparently insecure billionaire on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's amazing. Yes. Everything that's ever happened to him that's unfortunate... Is entirely is, his fault. ...is because of his stupid fucking ego. You anyway. can fit so many pedophiles in this bad boy. <laughs> We're going pedophile hunting. We're going pedophile hunting uh-huh. in the beast. After this point, Elon's mood almost completely changed. Yes, he, he was, was sullen. He was now having a bad night. <laughs> and you could tell that he was upset and a bit defeated by the demonstration because he kind of just softly spoke about the rest of the features. His little like weird stuttery voice kind of came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they debuted an electric ATV that fits in the back of the truck. And then he's just like, well, I'm done. He walked off. Yeah, that was, that was it. Uh, I did see a couple of YouTubers who did uh, test runs in the truck. Uh, would you believe the inside of the truck is hideous as well? Yeah, the, the dashboard, I would expect nothing less. The dashboard is made of marble. White, what? Uh, white marble. What? Yeah. And I know this is like a prototype That's or whatever. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, and the steering wheel is literally like the, it's like an F1 steering wheel. It's like, you know, it's just a rectangle, which like, for a truck, if you're doing like off-road stuff or anything like that, it doesn't really seem to be the best thing that you literally have to keep your hands on the wheel the entire time. Uh, just my opinion. Uh, but it is very, very fast. They proved that fact by going on onto legal city streets and uh, doing test demos well above the, the, the speed limit. Cool. But it's fine. You know, it's a dead part of town. It's off, off the other side of the airport, so it's fine. But uh, yeah, it is fast. It is hideous. Uh, the more I look at it, the more I am absolutely just flabbergasted that there are real people that think that this is fucking cool looking. Yeah, they're all weebs, and they should be on a list. Yeah, that's it, it's it's strange to me that this is... There's so many things wrong with it that it, it actually, like, kind of freaks me out that people are willingly saying that it's that it's good looking. Yeah. And, it, I, and I think it's like... I don't know if they're, like, trolling on purpose... Or if the, the the Elon Musk being a genius thing is so well ingrained in their minds that they can't accept that he would do something stupid, so they have to accept that this is actually saying, a good idea. It's like the emperor's new clothes situation. Yeah, I I, I minored in uh, fine arts in college. And, oh, and when I was like looking at colleges while I was still in high school, I visited a lot of art departments, mm-hmm. and uh, a big thing like with design majors usually. In most cases, they have an assignment their first or second year that's just like, design a car, either in 2D or in CAD. And the vast majority of them look like this Tesla truck Mm -hmm. because the people designing them don't actually understand the principles of design yet. They just really like fucking Transformers and anime. 
So they designed some like angular, like low poly fucking turd. Yeah. And that's what this fucking car from Tesla, a company that's been around long enough to know better, looks like. And, they, and that is just baffling. I also love that they were like, the the visual aesthetic of a truck hasn't changed in a hundred years. And I look back at like some classic trucks and I'm like, well, those are, you can tell that some actual talented artist designed that because it's beautiful to this day. Yeah. It is timeless. Yeah. It's hard to point out a specific truck, specifically a truck. I, there's been some ugly SUVs, sedans and stuff. But trucks in general... The Pontiac Aztec. That's an SUV. Okay. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, it's hard to kind of fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know. And it, it looks like you could, like, cut yourself up. Oh, it's certainly... It's, it's dangerous for a plethora yeah, of I reasons. I saw a great like, meme where it's, like, uh, those little, like, corner protectors. So I'm yeah. like, you're going to need some of these. Yeah. Uh, so there, uh, also, like, what happens when the sun's shining on this? The door's going to be... The whole body's going to be, like... 400 degrees. Well, they're saying they're, they are saying that uh, there will be potentially some solar charging built into it. Yeah, I think the thing that goes up over the bed it's going to be gonna an add. optional thing for the top. But yeah, all yeah. It, I think it only adds like 20 extra miles of meanwhile distance. And, and this is a complete like, and we said this video is going to be short. It's not at this point because we're just bullshitting. But literally the same week, and this is all an opinion based kind of thing. But the same week, the uh, Mustang Mach E. Was yeah, announced, which looks it's not looks, a Mustang. I wish they it's had a, it's an SUV it Mustang. Yeah, they, they calling it a Mustang was a weird choice, but yeah. it looks like a good car. Uh, three hundred plus three hundred plus mile range on it, completely yeah. electric. Uh, it goes zero to sixty in like three or four seconds. It's about the same. Yeah. It has a lot of the same stats as the Tesla truck, and it's forty five thousand. And it's the one major automaker in America that uh, isn't complete shit. Sorry, Chevrolet. No. Sorry. Uh, speaking of which, I, I did ask my dad about the Mustang. He worked for Ford for a majority of his career, and he goes, that ain't a Mustang. It ain't right. That's, that's what everyone said, and yeah. I, I happen to agree. No. Like, what are we doing? This car's been around for 60 years. We're, to be you're fair. just throwing out some weird, like, subcompact, like, hybrid SUV. To be fair, the Mustang has been quite ugly for 20 years or so, 30 yeah, years I or think, so. I think the latest model's all right looking. They're fine. They're fine. They had some real ugly ones in the 90s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were like, what if we made a Mustang for girls? You said it. Hey, Ford did it. They did. Who's more in trouble? Anyways, <laughs> that's the truck. Yeah. I'm sure you have opinions about the truck. Sorry, oh my God. cyber truck. We got, we're going to have a lot of contrarians in there. And listen, it's our opinion. And just as much as you're entitled to yours, we are to ours. So... Yeah. Post about it. It's fine. Yeah, let us know. Now, before we get into the rest of the show, which includes stories about YouTube trying to get a bit edgier. Oh, just like the Tesla truck. <laughs> and uh, Ricky's hands-on review of Stadia. Mm -hmm. Let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsors, starting with Manscaped and their perfect package 2.0 jingle, Balls to the Walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. We're talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. How many times are you going to screw up while taking care of your undercarriage? Too many times. Mm -hmm. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary, advanced, skin-safe technology, so this trimmer will not nick or snag your nuts. The lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. And this package also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, in addition to their Crop Reviver, uh, which keeps your balls uh, from sweating, from smelling, and sticking together. Uh, the Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped's box boxer briefs and they'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day long tis the season of manscape so get yourself your dad 
Your brother. Oh, you know, just the man in your life. Your platonic male friends. Yeah, it's not. It's your boyfriend. Not. The best gift of all. It's the, very subtle. It's a very subtle gift. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. And for you, our loyal non-clickbait-induced viewer, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code NEWSDAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code NEWSDAY. Clean up your nuts. And make Santa proud this year. Mm -hmm. This episode is also sponsored by Love Book. Love Books help customers express the sentiments that may be difficult to say out loud. Users can create characters that look just like themselves and the recipient down to the outfits and accessories. While customers have the option to personalize each page as much as they'd like, Love Books Express option creates a complete book with just a few clicks. They're the perfect gift for all occasions. Christmas, Valentine's Day, anniversaries, or just because. Mm -hmm. And Lovebook now offers a membership program as well. You'll receive a free book when you sign up, 50% off any additional books, unlimited free digital books, and discounts on gift wrap and other products. And right now, they're offering a special 20% discount for our viewers. So if you'd like to save 20%, head to lovebookonline.com newsday today. That's lovebookonline.com newsday for a 20% discount. Okay, moving on. While the past few weeks have been terrifying for people who create content that may or may not be geared towards children, whether making it intentionally or not, uh, thanks to the copper restrictions going to affect at the beginning of next year, uh, it seems like YouTube might be improving a bit in the near future for the rest of its creators, like us, who make videos for the adults in the room. We... Less than 1% of the people watching this are children. Yeah, which is good for us, no all things allowed. considered now. Yeah. yeah, this is a big boy channel. Uh, specifically, in a letter to creators, YouTube CEO Susan Wachitsky, I think that's how you say it. What, what, anyways, she describes uh, all of this changes, all the changes that are coming as changes to the edgier content and improvements to uh, ad sales on those edgy videos. Edgy. Mm -hmm. The letter reads... We're working to identify advertisers who are interested in edgier content, like a marketer looking to promote an R-rated movie, so we can match them with creators whose content fits their ads. In its first month, this program resulted in hundreds of thousands of dollars in ads on yellow icon videos. That's referring to... Uh, the demonetization icon, yeah, the yellow yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, comes up next to videos. You know what that is. Yeah. Uh, the letter continues and uh, specifically addresses gaming, since a lot of gaming content could be considered edgy based solely on the games themselves, regardless of whether or not the person playing adds to that. Yeah, it states, we've heard loud and clear. I that fucking love that phrase. <laughs> we Gamers, we hear you loud and clear. We are, we've heard loud and clear that our policies need to differentiate between real-world violence and gaming violence. We have a policy update coming soon that will do just that. The new policy will have fewer restrictions for violence in gaming, but maintain our high bar to protect audiences from real-world violence. And, you know, gaming aside, or included in this or whatever, edgy content in general... This is all well and good, and we hope that these changes do, in fact, bring more money in for not only channels like ours, but the thousands of other channels that have been negatively affected by the abrupt change in monetization that happened a few years ago. Now, sadly, this is a little too little too late for a lot of channels or companies who ran channels that saw their revenues drop to unsustainable levels when the new rules were imposed. But regardless, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, and personally... We'll have a front row seat to this initiative since about 75% of our videos get demonetized within the first few hours of uploading. Mm -hmm. Also, one more thing that she hasn't addressed yet is how demonetization affects getting your video into the recommended sidebar search results front page of the website. Mm -hmm. It's extremely hard for channels like ours to grow naturally because it appears as though these types of restrictions do exist and hurt discoverability. They deny this, though. They say it's two completely different algorithms on two completely different servers. <laughs> and like... 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess they both just decided that this video shouldn't be seen by anyone. Where's the server? I want to see the server. Yeah. Who has the server? Yeah, I don't believe you. Uh, a simple fix would be just to allow standard recommendation for edgier channels to YouTube accounts where the person has indicated that they are above a certain age threshold. That would be easy. But there's currently no mention of any kind of plan on this front from YouTube or their CEO. Or their CEO. You can read the full letter, which includes a lot more updates regarding the platform via the link in the description below. Yeah, a lot of the complaints about this online are actually, like, it's, it's fucking hilarious because, uh, you know, a couple years ago it was like, well, everyone's getting demonetized, so everyone has to do more family-friendly uh, content that can appeal to people of all ages or whatever. And now, uh, of no, like, YouTube essentially has been breaking the law. And the reason this is even <laughs> existing, years. this isn't just for YouTube, this is for across the entire internet, but uh, the COPPA thing goes into uh, effect. And now, if the government considers your videos to be targeted towards children, not only will YouTube get fined, but you will get fined as well. And YouTube can't run ads on stuff that's been indicated as for children. So they've, they've kind yeah. of fucked themselves. The entire history of YouTube is just a long series of overcorrections. Yeah. And the latest one, it's, I'm so glad we never fell for that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, yeah, our videos are fucking half hour long. Apparently, I, I didn't even realize this because I don't think, I, I watch a couple channels, Funhouse and Internet Common Etiquette and stuff, but uh, outside of that, I've seen that a lot of people have been bleeping themselves. Yeah, but then there's, I, I heard people talking about how we don't do it. It, the algorithm can detect the beeps. But I think if you're censoring it, it's fine. Uh, but, but thanks, Patreon supporters, because without you, we would have to bleep our fucking selves. Yeah. Now, finally, before we get out of here, Shut the lights off and enjoy some free time with our families over the Thanksgiving break. Ricky, how is Google Stadia? All right, I'm going to, again, keep this kind of short because we did ramble about the truck. Did but you get your activation code? I got my activation code. Uh, the name Ricky wasn't available, uh, uh, so I got you know, my typical name. Uh, so here's the deal. I did a speed test. I had, uh, and I have a bunch of stuff connected so it's not the highest it could be, but around 110 down, 60 or 80 up, something like that. Uh, decent numbers, three times as high as you need to do 4K, 60 frames streaming on Stadia. Almost unplayable uh, through the Chromecast HD. Uh, it is uh, not, the, the controller, the latency on the controller is fine. Okay. At least for me, uh, through the Chromecast connected to Wi-Fi and all that. Latency was fine on the controller, um, but the frame rate, uh, is very strange to the point mm -hmm. where if it, if it was just a solid 30 frames, that would be fine. But it, it does jump between like 60 and like 10 and then like 30 and 15 and then 60 and then 20, like constantly, like depending on how many things are going on on the screen at any point in time. Uh -huh. And this is playing a game that has no other real people in it because it was so early on. I saw maybe three people the entire time playing Destiny 2. Uh, so the frame rate is the biggest issue that I found yeah. because it's just annoying that it isn't at least like if they if you could set a cap to be like just cap it at 30 well, Jesus Christ some crazy compression al algorithm yeah. on it and I didn't have too many problems with compression like with getting uh, artifacts on the screen or anything like that uh, what I will say is much like the Washington Post reviewer played absolutely perfectly on the Pixel phone no okay. latency it was quite stunning to see Destiny 2 running perfectly fine on a phone uh I don't That's have that cool. claw he has, so I don't know how I'd really play it like that. But uh, all things considered, uh, Stadia, is for, as far as I'm concerned, is not the future. Uh, maybe in a year or two when they get all the kinks worked out, but it is, it's just a beta now. 
So I cannot Bang. recommend it. I cannot recommend getting this. I don't see a reason why the people that are buying it are people like me who already have consoles and PCs are just testing it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really know who this is for. And then also reports were coming out because of a old issue with Chromecast HD is that uh, Chromecast HD tends to overheat after a few hours of running. Yeah. So people were having their games crash and losing progress. Yeah, that's... Which doesn't uh, happen if you have, like, a heat sink or fan or yeah, anything like that. Yeah. Some, sometimes gadgets are too small. So I'd say Stadia out of 10, maybe, like, a, a 5 or 6. It, the tech is impressive. I think it has a future somewhere. The mobile playing is cool, but I don't know who it's for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So Stadia is not the future. Tesla truck is not the future. What is the future? We're living in the past. And maybe that's good because the past was fun. I, I, the past was okay. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, please don't forget to check out our new merch by clicking the links down below or heading Got to... Got snapbacks and shirts and all that stuff. Go to itmerchstore.com. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is only available for a limited time, so be sure to check the site and see if you'd like to pick something up. We'd appreciate it. If you do, thank you so much for supporting our channel and repping our merch mm-hmm. and our brand. Also, be sure to check out our most recent episodes over here, and have a great week. We will see you in a few days for a new episode of Weekly Weird News. Time to go sleep. Bye-bye.